Welcome to Minnesota Cannabis Conversations, a podcast hosted by me, Jason Tarasek, a cannabis attorney with Minnesota Cannabis Law. This podcast aims to introduce you to the people in Minnesota involved in hemp, CBD, and medical marijuana. We'll also provide insights about efforts to legalize adult use marijuana in Minnesota. There's a lot going on in cannabis in Minnesota. And this podcast aims to educate, connect, and empower our community. Minnesota Cannabis Conversations is produced and distributed by Business of Cannabis, an award-winning cannabis media company. Up next on Minnesota Cannabis Conversations is Representative Heather Edelson, who rode the blue wave into the Minnesota legislature in 2018 and has quickly become one of the leaders on cannabis legislation. During last year's session, Representative Edelson introduced legislation that expanded the medical cannabis program and helped make it more responsive to patients. This session, she announced that she intends to spearhead legislation that would add flour as an option for medical cannabis patients, which would cut costs for patients by as much as 50%. She also indicated that she's working with parents, including Kelly King, who will soon appear on this podcast, to allow medical cannabis and CBD for students in Minnesota schools. Heather Adelson, good morning. Welcome to Minnesota Cannabis Conversations. Thanks for being on our podcast. I'm excited. And here we are in your office, in the state office building. You're preparing for session. I am. Things are starting to get busy around here. And uh, when does it actually start? February 11th is the first day of session. Okay. And this will be your second go-round. Yes. You're a relatively new legislator, but you've got one full session under your belt. I do. Yep. Tell me, um, so this isn't necessarily a political podcast, so tell our listeners a little bit about how you got into this. How did it come to be that you're representing Edina in the legislature? Sure. Um, so I uh, represent Edina uh, in the legislature um, on state issues. Um, I found we lived, my husband My husband grew up in Edina. Um, we lived in Edina for about seven years, and I grew up... Um, it's funny here at the Capitol, I get a, 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 like bugged a lot of like, well, there's Edina. Um, but it's funny because I grew up very different than Edina. I grew up in North Minneapolis, Northeast, and I grew up really poor to a single mom. And underst- I, I, you, we used a lot of government programs to help us survive. I went to food shelves. We never had a car growing up. I always took public transportation. So while I represent Edina now and I love our community, um, I understand what it's like that not all Minnesota lives like people live in Edina. And right. so that made me run for office. Oh, excellent. And uh, so I interviewed Senator Franton yesterday at Minnesota Cannabis Law World Headquarters in Edina. And we we're joking about how uh, Edina somehow is becoming a focal point for uh, cannabis legislation. Mm-hmm. And I understand you, you uh, dabbled in a bit of that last session. Can you tell us a little bit about what you worked on last session and maybe give us a preview as to what you might be working on ne- next session? Yep, I carried the essentially like the vehicle bill in the house for um, expanding, uh, just in, tweaking things on the medical cannabis program was passed initially. Um, 
2014, and there was a lot of flaws. It was really restrictive when they passed it. Um, there was only two manufacturers, and those two manufacturers weren't allowed to deduct their taxes. We fixed that last session. Um, they were only able to have like I think one facility per congressional district. We changed that so now that they can add another. Um, uh, we made other tweaks, like um, there's uh, there was a funding source that was at the Office of Medical Cannabis that was kind of locked up, and so we wanted the when you call the Office of Medical Cannabis and you needed a, help with something, essentially they only had like two staff people. So we were able to release um, funds to help them uh, improve the quality of customer service there. Um, lots of different pieces. We did at the end of last session push to add plant to the program. And that is going to be a push that we're going to be doing in 2020. Um, so adding flour um, and, you know, that people could vape that. Um, for 2020 session, we're also going to be looking at adding, it's going to be a pretty simple streamlined bill. Um, really our focus is adding plant to the program because while we looked at all these other ways to address affordability, affordability is one of the biggest things. Like people in my community, for the most part in Edina, can afford it, but what about the rest of Minnesota? We're hearing stories of families who are working two jobs to make sure make sure that their kids can afford it or that they can afford it for themselves. And it's they've tried sometimes five to six medicines before they've come to medical cannabis. So we need to really focus on affordability and insurance covers none of it. So you're like, well, how are we going to do that? Plant um, in the program will help us. It's going to, right now it's all synthetic. So I think that will make a big difference. And then delivery and then adding, you know, listen, if it's enough, if you have terminal illness or cancer, you don't have to have severe wasting or chronic um, nausea, things like that. So um, those are going to be the three focuses um, for that bill. And then we're going to have a separate one that will be adding, um, medical cannabis, hopefully allowing that at school for um, oh. students. Mm -hmm. Oh, excellent. Okay. Look at that. We're making news right now. Yeah. That's excellent. Yeah. So like I said, I, I talked to Senator Franzen yesterday. She said she will be uh, spearheading a bill in the Senate to add flour to the medical program. Are you working in tandem with her introducing the House version of that bill or? Um, no, um, I, 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 I do. Um, I, I know that she is working on a separate piece of legislation. Um, we um, are definitely supportive of Senator Franzen, um, trying to see if um, we can get a Republican to chief author um, this specific piece of legislation that I just told you about with these four things. Okay, you're looking for an author in the House. We're looking for a, a Senate author and uh, a Senate author Republican oh, okay. in the Senate. Yeah, I'll be the author in the House. The school. Um, the school adding uh, medical cannabis and CBD to allow that to be taken at school because right now families have to take their kid, their child off of school grounds. Um, that I, I'm still gonna possibly, either I may carry it or I may have a colleague carry it because I have a lot of bills in education and how things happen here are is if you have a lot of bills in education, the, the chair might say, gosh, she has so many bills, maybe I won't hear this one and I want this bill to be heard, so. Excellent. Mm -hmm. why, uh, why have you decided to make this a priority? Um, you know, I think we having options is really important for for um, how we take care of ourselves, our, our health care. Um, for me, I really fought to be on Health and Human Services. I fought because I understand what it's like um, to not to have to struggle to get good health care and to go through a lot of different medicines. I am a breast cancer survivor. My mom was a breast cancer survivor. Um, my kids have had you know, lived at the hospital for four months. We had to try numerous medicines with them. Listen, if a family has tried all these different options, 
we as their government, as their state regulatory agency, should make sure that we are providing families with good options. Um, so there are many reasons, but it's it's personal for me a little bit too. Is mm-hmm. let's give people options, and if this what is this if this works for them, let's make it affordable. It shouldn't only be for wealthy people. Yeah, well, I I'm with you on that obviously, and just to put some numbers on it and tell me if you've heard these numbers too. But I've heard that it can cost as much as eight hundred to nine hundred dollars a month for people on the medical cannabis program. Have you heard things in those range? That, wow, that sounds really high. I have not heard that high, okay. but yeah, I mean, I've heard a, like a one sixty a week. Um, okay. So I mean, it's, it's it's relatively close. Yeah, we're not far apart. All right, so let's take that number one fifty a week. We're still looking at six hundred dollars a month mm-hmm. out of pocket, right? Yeah. You mentioned that mm-hmm. insurance doesn't cover this necessarily. No, not, not at all. No insurance is covering it. And, and I've also heard, and tell me if this uh, matches your understanding, that adding flour to the program might cut those costs in, in half. Oh, 100%. I think it will. I mean, I don't, not like 100%. Like, absolutely, the cost will go down. Because yeah. right now, if you go to the manufacturers, the two that we have, they have, it's synthetic medical cannabis. And so they're making, there's all this process that it has to go through. And that process mm-hmm. is expensive. It's time consuming. There's labor costs involved. It's just the, you know, the, the science of getting it to this liquid form or into a cream or whatever it is. Um, but if you just give people plants, obviously, like, kids are not going to be you know vaping plants but for adults if somebody like has a terminal illness and they go in and they say listen all these other medications are not working me for me these anti-nausea any of this and why shouldn't they have that as an option other states do it and it's it is actually the majority of uh, states that have had past medical cannabis have this as an option and i think it's a it's a smart way to do it and it will reduce costs dramatically right um so you mentioned allowing some perhaps your bill might touch on allowing medical cannabis in the schools did i hear that correctly well yes so we um there was it virginia i think just passed legislation allowing that um in schools there's good language we're essentially going to copy the language in the model i've been working with um, a mom who is a great advocate for her son um and making sure that we are working in conjunction together. I may author it. I, again, I, I think it's, I'm really going to try to get somebody that doesn't have a lot of bills in education so we Got can it. hopefully get that heard. Because here at the Capitol, it's about strategy. Who's the majority? Where are they? What body is it? Um, how can we get it heard? Like, I'm not here away from my kids to, like, you know, be a politician. I'm here to get things done. Is Kelly King the mom by chance? Yes, it yeah. is. Yes. I. I love what she's doing. Mm-hmm. She will be on our podcast soon to be telling her story. She's and, fantastic. And telling yeah. Kate's story. She is a, a one-woman wrecking crew uh-huh. aiming to help her son and help other children in that situation. So and stay moms tuned. moms like her are so important. Yeah. And I said, it was funny, I talked to her last week and I said, listen, I'll take this bill if you promise you're going to testify. And I had a great mom last year testify too. Um, and so it's it's looking at how do we um, make sure that these voices are heard because her voice matters. Yeah. And you know, there's a lot. She's speaking for a lot of parents that aren't even coming to the table. Well, and hey, that is one of the goals of this podcast. If you are listening and you are a parent of a child on medical cannabis and you would like to join this fight, reach out to me, reach out to Representative Edelson, and uh, we will make sure your voices are heard. Uh, Representative, thank you for your time. I wish you the best of luck in this upcoming session, and thanks for your leadership on these issues. 
and we um, we we wish you the best of luck and uh, have a great 2020. Thank you so much. Thank you. You have just listened to Minnesota Cannabis Conversations, a podcast by me, Jason Tarasek, a cannabis attorney with Minnesota Cannabis Law. Minnesota Cannabis Conversations is produced and distributed by Business of Cannabis. Learn more about Jason at minnesotacannabislaw.com and find all things related to the business of cannabis at businessofcannabis.ca. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time.